Hi, welcome to Dear Nikki. My name is Nikki. And if you've been here before, welcome back. (laughs) And if you're new to the show, this show is all about sex and the fantasies that people have. Reading from emails directly and anonymously sent to me, together we will explore the experiences of everyday people just like yourself. You never know who I could be reading from. I could be reading from your high school teacher who secretly goes to glory holes at the end of the week to let off some steam. I could be reading from the couple that you saw at the car show yesterday. You know, the ones they secretly go to open houses and fuck in various rooms, even though they're not shopping for a house. I could be reading from the gentleman that you sat next to on the plane. You know, the one he's secretly still wearing that bra and panty set that his goddess gave him. You just never, ever know. And if you have any erotic confessions, fantasies, or anything else, feel free to send them to Nikki at N-I-K-K-Y at DearNikki.com or anonymously through the website at DearNikki.com under the Confessions tab. Just remember, by submitting a story, question, or fantasy, you certify the following are true. You are the sole creator of the submission. You're 18 years of age or older, legally able to write, submit erotic, or pornographic material. Stories including bestiality, incest, incest fantasies, underage role play, rape sex, rape fantasies, or other non-consensual content or racial slurs will not be aired. We reserve the right to change names or other identifiable information, and you're releasing all rights to your creation. October is right around the corner, really. It really, truly is. So I have a favor to ask. I would love to have Halloween sexy stories, regardless you know, as long as they fit in the rules and ever that. So if you have a Halloween sex story, please send it. And just in the subject, put Halloween sex story. So we moved this to the top. And this is a last minute kind of like, you know, thing. So I'll make sure to get the notes to Darcy that all Halloween things are pink for, you know, depending on how many we get. He works his magic. I don't know how he does it, but he does. So I would love to have Halloween stories. And if you have any other holiday stories, because the holidays are on, you know, just right around the corner, send those two and just put in the subject line, you know, this holiday, sort of Thanksgiving, Christmas, or any other holiday that you guys have. But if it's not an American holiday, do me a favor, put the time frame the holiday is. So maybe we can put it, if it's like adjacent to Christmas or adjacent to, you know, Thanksgiving, or if it's adjacent to Halloween or the falls in October, maybe we can put it in there. Just let me know. Um, but I would love to have a Halloween themed, you know, uh, month, if not all Halloween, but I think it would be interesting to see what happens. You know, are we trick or treating, you know, tricks for treats? Or are we treating for tricks, you know, kind of thing. So there we go. That's the favor I have to ask for the month of October. Okay, I have a question. There's this new toy that's floating around. And I've been very curious about it. And I haven't bit the bullet yet, though I think I'm going to have to buy a new womanizer. I think nine's starting to not hold a charge, and so I'm going to have to put this one out to pasture or see if it still covers in the warranty. This would be the second time I've replaced it, but it seems like they replace it. It I wore it out in a year, and then so now I'm wearing it out, I think, again in another year. So I'm wondering if <laughs> I'm using it a lot, and I do. I absolutely do. I'll be the first to admit that. But, you know, if they, you know, cover it, then 
I'll let you guys know. So that's pretty cool. Another thing I've got, so this toy that I'm looking at, it's supposed to be used with somebody. It's supposed to have a clip vibrator and a cock vibrator. So it, it has, it looks like two fingers around a hole and it's supposed to, I guess, um, massage the clitoris around the, um, you know, opening and around our clit and making all the magic work. And then it's supposed to, of course, you know, hold you guys nice and tight. Have you guys, has anybody out there ever played with one? And so I'm looking for a new toy, basically, or I'm looking for a toy to play with. I, I love, I love, love, love that something about me toys when they come out is I'm like, you know, kind of like when Toys R Us was around. This is my toy. I guess this is an adult Toys R Us, right? Yeah. So if you have any good uh, toy suggestions, I'm open for ideas. I have my womanizer, of course, and then I have the uh, Enigma that I use to stretch myself with inside. Um, sometimes I need that. Uh, but, you know, sometimes I like being tight for him. Just saying. But if you have any good toy recommendations, drop them in my email for me. You know, even anonymously is great. You know what time it is. It's time to sit back. Relax. Let's have a whiskey. With some filthy cherries, of course. And explore erotic fantasies from people just like you and me. Dear Nikki, so it was spring break of my senior year. My boyfriend had asked me to come to his parents' cabin up in the mountains for a break. He told me his parents would be out of town and wouldn't make it up for the cabin this year. So with him making it sound like it would be just us, I packed more revealing clothes, short sundresses that showed cleavage, short, short skirts. You get the idea. All my skirts were very low-cut v-necks, and my swimsuit I brought for the hot tub was a thong bikini with a strapless top. So I get up there, and it's just us. About 15 minutes later, his four best friends show up as well. I was a bit upset about that. We talked about it that night in our room. He said, my birthday's tomorrow, so I wanted to have fun with my friends too. I promise you will have fun too. I said, okay, and we ended up fucking that night. The next day felt like all day his friends were flirting with me and hitting on me which wasn't a thing they normally did. One of them had gotten their older brother to buy us drinks. So that night, we were all a bit tipsy. When I got tipsy, I also got pretty horny as well. It was about 11 p.m. and my boyfriend wanted to get in the hot tub. So we all got changed and got in. When I got in, I could see all of the guys looking at me in this tiny thong bikini. As we were sitting in the tub, I was in between my boyfriend and his best friend. When his best friend said, So, have you told her the plan yet? As he asked that, he put his hand on my inner thigh. I pushed it away and said, What does he mean? My boyfriend then said, Well, you know how it's my birthday and no one has given me a gift. Well, it's because I asked them not to. Instead, I wanted two of my favorite things to happen. One is I love seeing my friends happy. And more importantly, too, is I love seeing you when you're sexually pleased. And I wanted to combine the two. In shock, I say, what does that mean? And as I asked, I felt the hand start to rub my pussy over my bikini. His best friend was doing it. And he also said, isn't it obvious? He knows how much all of us find you attractive. 
And he also knows that getting you tipsy makes you horny and possibly opening to letting him share you with us. God, him rubbing me felt good. I couldn't help myself. And I said, okay, only because it's your birthday. My boyfriend then said, thank you, baby. Now, why don't you go stand in the middle and let them see what they are working with? So I did, and I slowly spun around. Then my boyfriend was standing in front of me, and he kissed me and then said, No, I meant really show them, and he pulled off my top. I spun around, and then I pulled off my bottoms. Before I could stand up from taking off, all of the guys had their hands all over me. The things that are kind of a blur from there in the hot tub. I was getting touched all over and was stroking all of them at different times. Then after a while, I somehow ended up his best friend's lap, kissing him and riding his cock. Then the other guy got behind me and slid his cock in my ass. God, it felt amazing. I had been fucked in the ass before, but never while in the pussy as well. When the other two friends stood on either side of me, I started to stroke their cocks. Finally, my boyfriend stood on the edge of the hot tub in front of me and said, Damn, baby, you're so fucking hot right now. Then he stuck his cock in my mouth. Then they all swapped around for a while. We got out of the hot tub and I got on my knees and the rest of them circled around me and all jacked off until they had shot their loads on me. From then on, I was hooked. I slept with my boyfriend that night, but the rest of the trip, he had me swap rooms every night and sleep with a different one of his friends each night. Also, during that trip, anytime one of the guys wanted me, they could have me. Now, most girls probably wouldn't trust their boyfriend after that, but I loved it, and it made me fall for him even more. We eventually got married, and now we find guys to join us or fuck me as he watches. Samantha Well, hello, Samantha. Look at you. I will have to admit, I think my first response when I was reading this, I was thinking, he didn't trust you enough to have this conversation beforehand. (laughs) But I kind of understand when people wait till we're a little inebriated, may it be wrong or right or however you look at it. Um, It's like she pointed out the trust that she had with him. So if she's cool with it, I'm cool with it. And that's what I'm sticking with here. So that being aside, if you are in this predicament, and it was turning you on, and you knew you trusted your partner, would you do it? Would you allow it to maybe explore the possibilities of it becoming something deeper or even something you want with somebody else, even if this particular element didn't work out for you? What if you found another side of yourself that you never knew existed by doing something just because someone gave you a little push? Isn't how that's how some of the best memories are made? Sometimes even the worst or bad ones. But isn't a lesson, nonetheless, good or bad? What we do, what we don't like, what we, you know, how do we know we're into something unless we really step over the boundary and give it a try? So would you? I'm going to go with yes. Dear Nikki, about fantasies, mine is having my wife keep me in chastity while she lives a hot wife lifestyle. Keeping me in chastity for long stretches. My only sexual gratification coming from giving her oral after her dalliances with men, tasting them in her while I listen to every detail she gives me of her light. 
learning to orgasm through anal penetration, and her wearing a strap-on, but only while I'm in chastity. Living this caged life is my biggest fantasy, not knowing where the key is, living to please her 100% of the time. Dan. Well, hello, Dan. I, I actually enjoy, and I have, I used to have a submissive on the lines. His uh, goddess was leaving, his key holder was leaving. And he asked me to be it. And I think I've told this story before. His was electronic lock. And the day I took over, she sat down and she gave me, you know, because I wanted to make sure I kept her rules going until the next permanent goddess would go in. So I just want to kept him to routine. And I added a few things for myself that I thought was, you know, worked for us at the moment. But you know, it's, it's hard to have a virtual key holder than it is a physical one. And his was completely different to you. Um, he wanted to remain chaste. Uh, not even, I, I think it went as far as knowing uh, he could smell her pussy. He could get that close, but even then, um, he was punished because it was such a chaste thing. Chaste is supposed to be from se- uh, unsexual thought, but so it was really weird having him have a sexual desire to have unsexual thoughts. It was kind of bizarre, and it was very intriguing for me on a uh, hmm, how's that work level? So back to this. So do you guys actually have a key? lock like a locked key like a lock is it locked or is it like his is can be done like by your phone or um, by an app so that's curious to me and I don't remember that so please don't ask me if you're looking if you guys are looking to upgrade I really don't but he even went as far as telling me that at one point that they before he had a true key holder he would fill an old soda you know to you know it was a, a two liter of water and he would put the key in there. He would fill it part way, and then let it freeze. And then he would fill the rest with the key in between. So it wasn't at the bottom. It was like stuck between two layers. And sometimes he said he let it fall to the bottom when he was in between, or you know, however. So again, very interesting. I don't know much about the chastity key lifestyle, but I know enough, I think, to get me started if if I was in that type or wanted that type of relationship. Tasting one's cum, especially if it's in sharing it with your lover is a very intimate thing. I absolutely agree. I think it's one of the sexiest things you can do is taste each other, especially if you're already going down. Why not taste each other? I think it it's another way of bringing you two together, but to each their own and everything else. What I like about this is that he does clean up afterward like he cleans her. And I think that's a, that's their form of intimacy. And I really, really, really like it. I know I probably put glitter and rainbows all over your chastity and I apologize for it, but I, I like when there's a way you can find the grounding in between and this definitely does have it. Now, does your key holder actually let you have, I, I guess she does. Cause you say you're learning to orgasm through anal penetration. Uh, have you, gone fully through like the full ejaculation with the cage on or are you take guys taking the cage off and having sex that way that's a question i have again the reason why i asked is because i had a i was a key holder for another gentleman who was a professional and when he would go to work he'd always i loved it because i could pick out his panties that he wore and that would go with his shirts 
and things. And Fit, too. Oh, I, I never got to see his face, but damn, my God, the guy had a great body. He was the silver-haired fox. I could tell by his chest hair. Fuck me hard. And <laughs> the thing was, I we would take, I would take the Lush 2 or his Lush 2, and we would wrap it around the, his, uh, underneath his cock and balls. So the, if you've ever seen a Lush 2, it kind of looks like a tomahawk. So there's a point, kind of a pointy rounded part, and it could go right there against, right there underneath the balls where it's nice and sensitive and sexy. And we would ace bandage it and then put him back in his chastity. And I would vibe him and make him come. And I thought it was the sexiest thing watching this guy when a chastity devices prevent you from having an orgasm, but it did in this case. So I was wondering, have you guys tried that? And if so, I really want to know about that. <laughs> Dear Nikki, this is both fantasy and reality. It all started in August, or I suppose more accurately in July. I'm a young 61 year old and my wife, Stephanie is 44. She's down-to-earth, natural beauty with beautiful, deep brown eyes and has a gorgeous, perfect curves in all the right places. She's also an amazing kisser. That is a big deal for me. She is the best lover I've ever had. We've been married almost nine years, and we are parents. Ours has always been a strong relationship with a great connection and a wonderful sex life. That said, being parents can be exhausting and we have sometimes fallen into a bit of a routine. The routine has typically been to bring our child to grandma's place on a Saturday night for a sleepover so we could have quality alone time. On those date nights, we typically go out for a romantic dinner and then come home. We light candles, play some sexy music, make out, head to our bedroom, make out a lot more, slow, fun, foreplay. Then we put on some porn and fuck. Our porn choice is often the wife-sharing or gangbang variety. We have been fantasized about the wife-sharing a lot. We always look forward to our wonderful date nights, but there was often not much sex and intimacy during the week. Then something changed. In August, Stephanie said to me she was craving more intimacy and attention than our routine allows. She said, This is the point in all my past relationships that I have cheated and blown my relationships up. I don't want to do that with you, but I'm needing more attention. I paused and thought about it and said, do you have someone in mind? I knew in my heart of hearts that she did, and I knew who it was. It had to have been James. We met him on the 4th of July. He and his ex-wife invited us over to blow off fireworks for our boys He gets along well with his ex and their son and our sons are besties. James blew off a bunch of fireworks to the delight of our sons. Stephanie and I were never the type of couple to overstay our invite. We always wanted to leave early side. This time, uncharacteristically, she wanted to stay longer. It took me a little while to figure out she was into him. He's a good looking guy, tall, dark, handsome, 40 years old and a sort of rough around the edges. He exudes confidence, cockiness, and has a bad boy written all over him. That said, he's also highly engaging and cool in his different sort of way. So I get it. I got it. He's an attractive guy to her. He is also a highly involved dad with his kids. That makes him even hotter to Stephanie. Still, in July, a week or two after the 4th, 
She said, Are you okay if I go to a play date with James at the local pool with our sons? And I said, Of course. And I knew she was attracted to him. I loved he would see her in a swimsuit and she could see him in his. It excited me and made me really anxious knowing they were there together, half naked. Afterwards, she talked about him more than she ever would have about another mom on a play date. So back to our conversation in August, she said, Yes, it's James. I know he wants me, and I want him. Again, I paused, took a deep breath, and said, I'm not comfortable with you going to fuck him somewhere with just the two of you, but I'm totally open to him joining us. She was thrilled about the idea and asked James. He said yes. All three of us have never done this before. We all had many partners before this, but never a threesome. She shared her and James's dirty text, and those excited me even more. I'm not entirely sure if she wanted more intimacy and attention, or she was just hot as fuck for James. It was likely some of both. The next Saturday date night was all set to include James. Holy shit, the nervousness and excitement were off the charts. Stephanie and I had made a mantra about the night. This was to be fun, enhancement for our relationship. I added, don't hold back. Don't hold back for anything. But I want to be involved. I want you to be very, very happy. Please don't feel like you need to devote equal time to both of us guys. You and James are the main attraction. I'll play along too. But you just let me know what you need from me and to make you feel really comfy and satisfied as we go along. James came over, dressed in jeans and a t-shirt. Stephanie was wearing a hot-as-fuck sheer purple top with nothing under it. Her beautiful tits were visible and on display for him. She had one of those sexy, loose black skirts with no panties on underneath. I was in a simple shorts and t-shirt, easy to remove whenever the moment called for it. She sat between us on the sofa. We relaxed with some CBD and wine. We laughed and talked. The erotic tension was palpable. Carnal lust was in the air. He was slow to make a move, but I get that. Hell, none of us had ever been in this kind of situation before. Besides, it was our turf, and Stephanie and I were the spouses. Finally, I saw her grab his hand and hold it. Then she rubbed his thigh. Fuck, I was so excited to see this. I was rubbing her thigh, back, and tits. He finally reached for her tits, grabbing, tucking, licking, sucking them. She was moaning and writhing. We got her out on top. We were taking turns kissing and licking and sucking her tits. Then finally, his hand reached for her inner thigh. I joined him in pulling her skirt up all the way and then parted her legs was wide for his touch. She was kissing him and grabbing both of our hard bulges. I do not consider myself a cuckold, but seeing her hand in her wedding ring rubbing his large bulge was intense and transgressive. Seeing her so horny for him with such an agency over her body and her desires was incredible. I was playing with her perfect tits as he played with her clit. His hands were rubbing her clit and fingering her in amazing ways. She was moaning, screaming, and coming over and over at his touch. She came three times. Then she was trying to undo his belt 
and pants and finally got his pants off of him. She was hungry for his cock and started deep-throating his big, hard cock as I ate her succulent pussy. I loved her so hungry for him. I savored the taste of intoxicating scent of her dripping cunt. Then I got Stephanie in a different position so I could fuck her from behind as she sucked him. I fucked her for a bit, but I was so excited for all of this that I did not last long. I am not the kind of guy who stops pleasing his lady after I come, so I kept playing with her clit. Then James wanted to fuck her, and fuck her he did. She was throbbing to have him inside of her. We quickly moved to the sofa to the bedroom. He first had her on her back and fucked her missionary, then with her legs pinned above her head, and then with her legs together on his shoulders. He started slowly, teasing her, then slowly built up the pace to an animalistic pounding. He and I took turns rubbing her clit as he worked his cock inside of her. She came hard and loud around him. I fucking loved seeing his big cock going in and out of my wife. I loved him working it in her. I loved her grinding back on him, clenching around his cock and taking him. Then he wanted her from behind. I got under her in 69 and ate her juicy pussy as he fucked her from behind. The close-up view of James fucking Stephanie was insanely hot. After a while, he couldn't hold out any longer and rushed up to unload his cum into her hungry mouth. He turned her over to the side and grunted loudly. She moaned in delight as she swallowed and savored his hot load of cum. I moved to her side and jerked off my cock on her thigh. All three of us were thoroughly satiated. In the end, this is a hot as fuck and definitely an enhancement to our relationship. She checked in with me several times afterwards in the next few days, if this was okay for me. I said, fuck yes. It was hot as hell. I only want to be reassured that we are still a thing. A few days later, she wrote out a sign and taped it above our bedroom door that says in bold, we are the thing. I touch that sign every day. We've been intimate more than ever during the following weeks and not just on the weekends. Since this is the first night with James, we'd had him over a few more times. We also had a couple of other guys we had connected from Swinger's website to join us. But this is the first time with James was an amazing start to our MFM adventures. She's a fucking amazing wife. And I'm a lucky guy. David. Hello, David. Look at you two exploring, sexploring as we say here, finding our boundaries, reconnecting, regrounding, finding that thing that works for you. May it be another man. Very sexy, I add. May it be another woman. You guys haven't talked about that, but it could be for somebody else. May it be a furry. May it be, be, be in chastity. May it be lots of things. Sharing stories like this just show me this is amazing that we're not alone, that we all have desires and some of them are very close or very similar, but we're all looking for something else, not necessarily to fuck. We're looking for that. Well, sometimes we are looking just to fuck, but when we have a partner, some of us are looking for that just redefining of who we are with our partner, regrounding them, finding something new to spark it again. Because sometimes it's not loss. Sometimes it just 
need to remember who we were, right? I absolutely love this. I love that he was right down the street, a play date. Um, it was available, though you know me, I don't shit where I eat. So I don't know about this one. I, I mm, but I definitely understand why she married older. That's all I'm going to say about that. Because God, I really do love a good silver fox. But who doesn't, right? So ladies and gentlemen, could you, if you had been stepping around the boundaries of it, just flirting with the idea, and it finally went out there, would you do it? Would you take that trip? Would you take that chance? Would you make a decision to do it? It's kind of exciting, I think, in a way, to explore that, to find a new connection, possibly. Hmm. Again, he was a little too close to home, so it's no for me. But I do like the idea that they reached out to a swingers website to find other connections. What about you? Dear Nikki, I'm a married guy in my mid 40s and have a pretty inactive sex life with my wife. I started exploring Reddit and found a whole genre of subreddits about Taylor Swift being a goddess and a mistress. I found a group about straight guys getting turned on so much by Taylor that they get the urges to help each other worship her. I've chatted with several guys on there over a period of a couple of months exploring the gay for Tay fantasies. I was feeling especially adventurous a couple of weeks ago and posted that I was interested in meeting a friend nearby to pleasure each other for Tay. I was messaged by a guy who lived about 10 minutes from me and we chatted and flirted. He sent me some cockpicks, and finally I approached him about meeting up. We sexted back and forth leading up to it and finally met at a remote park on a rainy morning. He made a playlist and a slideshow for our adventure to inspire us. He was a younger, attractive guy in his early 30s. I joined him in the back seat of his car. We were both nervous and started out dropping his shorts, and I followed suit. He started stroking his semi-thick cock, and I started to stroke mine. He told me I had a nice cock, and then started to touch me. I reached over to started to stroke his cock. His cock felt amazing in my hand, and I couldn't help but lick my lips. I finally couldn't wait any longer and bent down to suck his cock. I could barely fit my lips around it and started bobbing up and down, and then began to lick and suck his balls. He told me to slow down because he was about to come. He then asked if he could suck mine. I gladly said yes. His mouth felt so good licking my balls and sucking on my cock. We then went back to stroking each other. He kept holding my hand to slow it down, but finally shot his load into a paper towel he grabbed. He then stroked me off to completion and we went our separate ways. We are working on the meeting number two and we are planning to take it to the next level, taking my anal virginity while we watch Taylor Swift videos. Craig. Well, hello, Craig. I'm going to admit, I don't know a lot of Taylor, Taylor Swift songs. I just don't. I'm more of the Led Zeppelin, Pink Floyd, ZZ Top, you know, classic rock, real, not... Let's see. That's a whole other subject. I don't understand why they put Elton John and 
with when I turn on my classic rock station, why am I listening to Crocodile Rock and then Inner Sandman in the next sentence? It just, you know, it doesn't fit. I'm sorry. Side note. But <laughs> you remind me also of another call. So there is this gentleman that would call me early in the morning and he always liked to masturbate or give tribute to celebrities in his area or nationally or whatever. And I, I've talked about him before where he he will stroke himself and your your montage of listen, going to listening to videos is something that sparked his calls in my head as I was reading. But like you, he would put on a slideshow and of course they didn't, they weren't, you know, artists like Taylor Swift. They were either the local or national weather girls or, you know, um, some models, cheerleaders, that type of thing. I don't think we ever watched like a video montage of any cheerleaders doing like their routine or anything, but it was, we would definitely talk about, we would pull up, Google their name and actually look at the photos and he would have them on a slideshow and he would go back and forth and you could hear him stroke on that. So this is very, very similar. Now, I don't know if you ever met someone on Reddit's a subreddit to, to hook up so they could talk about it. That I would say no, but with him, you never know. So I don't know. And Taylor Swift being a mistress or a goddess, I'm going to lean more towards the mistress side, which usually has more with the kink and dom area, whereas a mistress is more sensual and erotic and, and has different usually, but this is my definition when I hear the two terms and you could get different, different definitions from variety and the world. But at the end of the day, a goddess and a mistress are just titles. So depending on the dynamic of the relationship, she is in, depends on what they mean. That's my two cents. But if I had to put her in a camp, if I want to jump on there, it definitely would be mistress. She just has that aura about her. But then again, those of us that are in control of, of environment sometimes need to go the complete opposite either. So and that is me. I'm very submissive ish in the bedroom. <laughs> very demanding submissive ish. Yeah, that's the story. And I'm sticking with it. I think this is a perfect place to stop for the day. I want to thank you again for joining me. Don't forget to check out the crazy parties that are coming up next year. At this point, I do plan to be at all of them. I will let you know if plans change. Also, don't forget on my new website now down at the bottom, you can sign up for a newsletter for all my announcements. Be the first to hear them behind all my paid subscribers. If you want to be a paid subscriber, you can go to Apple and or Spotify or Patreon. Again, all on the website for you to connect and find me there for a paid subscription for announcements. New releases of more Nikki are on Fridays. Halloween's coming. I would like the month of October to have some Halloween sexy and even for funny stories. Of course, along our fantasies or questions, even everything would be great Halloween wise next month. So I don't know about you, but I am off to celebrate my birthday this week. That's right, September. I am a September baby and I'm celebrating it all month and definitely this week. So thank you in advance for any text, email, of birthday wishes you send my way. They're greatly, greatly appreciated. And in closing, 
Hello, lover. Why don't you tie me up and blindfold me? That's what I really want for my birthday. And to maybe let you explore and do anything you want? What do you think? I really want to know. And until next time, ladies and gentlemen, have a happy my birthday week. <laughs> <laughs>